What do you what do you say? Our Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus, The Pony Express, Your Sister's Ass, Your Father's Nuts, Blue Sky, Mastodon, Threads. Uh, this is uh, Supermax with Jared and Jared. We're here to talk about salary cap league fantasy basketball, the nerdiest thing you could ever do. I'm here with one of the people named Jared. Jared, hello. Hello, and I am also here with a person named Jared. Hello, Jared. Howdy. Uh, it's the summer. There's nothing going on. It's too hot outside. And uh, we haven't spoken in a while. And we have like a whole hodgepodge of things to get to. Um, we're not going to talk about the in-season tournament. And we're not going to talk about anything else. It's just too boring. I have a number of random things to bring up with you, though. Because I've oh, been... Doing the the rankings for salary uh-huh. cap leagues. Uh, I don't know why. Is that really boring? I just started like I was traveling, seeing family. I just started like messing around, and and I think I done gone done gone to do goofed up. You done gone and goofed? You done did shit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The first thing on this random list of, of things to get to, other than hi, how are you doing? You know, my entire uh, way of life is currently uh, on strike, so. That's great. So, originally when I messaged you, no one wants to hear about that. Um, I said to you that Nikola Vucevic's, Vucevic's, Vucevic, how do you say his name? Nick Vucevic. Yeah, he he signed a deal Um with the Chicago Bulls, and I immediately messaged you and I said, first round pick? And that was the first thing on our list. So, we'll, I guess we'll start there. Is he? Mm, I don't know. Potentially. I would say no. I would say he is for me, and, I'm, and now I'm looking at the rankings that you have put together, and that's about where I'd have him as middle of second round. Ultimately, that's where he fell, because I think initially the deal... It was like I I think like initially it was like oh fifteen and I was like well that's a that's a first rounder and then as I started playing around I was like no it's actually coming in a little over eighteen which is basically what Dejounte Murray is getting but I feel like yeah. Booch is on the is on the downside it's on the slope down yes yeah and um, what's new with these rankings is that instead of age and instead of uh, contract year I'm doing arrow up or arrow down, which is to say, primarily, is there more opportunity for growth? Or are there now too many members of a certain position and there's a log jam, so there's not going to be enough opportunity? And so there's a number of guys who are up and down based on free agency in the draft. Um, We're going to get to this controversial one right here, but let's not talk about that quite yet. I don't want to talk about it because it'll make me angry. So, well, that's a topic for another thing. So so what I'm going to do right now is go over some of the people who I do think is a first rounder with these new rankings. No longer booshes off the board. He's, he's second round. Not changing. Halliburton, Lamella Ball, Anthony Edwards, Evan Mobley. Uh, those are Those are the top few picks. That really hasn't changed. 
I'm actually not quite sure Tyree Taliburton has an up arrow. I don't really think anything changed on the Pacers. Yeah, I think he was number one last time, wasn't he? Yeah, okay. So, well, the up-down isn't, like, them moving. It's just, like, from year to year. It's, like, last year to this year. It's, like, are, like it's the direction oh, okay, of their okay. career path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Gotcha. No, these guys are, like, obviously all, you know, based on whatever. I have Victor top five, and right beneath him, I have Chet. Man, I'm, I, I mean, you already know this about me. I am not... I am the biggest, uh, whatever, you know, uh, uh, John likes to call himself a Spurs apologist. Whatever the opposite of that is, that's what I am with Chet. Um, a doubter? I, 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 massive doubter. Um, look, he he can do some stuff well, but as like a whole package, I watched him at Gonzaga and there's just, there's potential, but there is not realized anything, in my opinion. Um, now, obviously... He had a year where he had to rehab. Obviously, things could change. Maybe, you know, in the rehab process, figure some things out that we have not been uh, privy to. But from what I've seen, I would not have him in the top three rounds. Wow. Yeah. I said what I said. I'm going to pour myself a drink. The rookie of the year front runner (laughs) uh, is not in the first. Like, I'll put it to you. Women Yama's right there in in the first round. What are you talking about? I'll put I'll put it to you this way. Go ahead. I was so bold in putting Wemby top five when it got announced that he was going to the Spurs. I said, am I crazy for doing this? But then I was like, well, he's the whole team and no one's really competing with his position. And I think there's like the potential for the points and the rebounds and the blocks and maybe the assists to like get him better numbers than Paulo did his rookie year or a number of other recent rookies. I'm not going to debate that. I agree with that when it comes Why to Why can't that be the same explanation for Chet? Because, There's... because no, because the Thunder have so many guys. They legitimately have one of the, what is arguably one of the five best players from last season, Shea Gilders Alexander on their team, all NBA first team guy. Maybe you say he's not necessarily top five, but he was on that first team. Um, they have Josh Giddy. Uh, who, am I, who am I forgetting? They have Jalen Williams. They have they have a whole roster of guys. The Spurs are Wembenyama, uh, Kelton Johnson, Trey Mann, Trey Jones, um, Jeremy, Jeremy Sochan, Devin it's, it's, it's not the same level at all. At all. So like Chet Holmgren is probably the fourth guy on the Thunder, and I don't understand why you would put him at number six. Wimbanyama uh, is the clear number one, the clear, undisputed number one on the Spurs. Nobody's arguing with that. And I you're think, 100% right in saying that everything is going to go through him. So those numbers are going to be there. So he right. should be at, at, at the worst case scenario for Wimbanyama is he ends up in the season looking like a guy that should have gone like maybe early second. That is the worst case scenario for All him. All right. I moved him down. I moved no, him down. He, he's the not only, nearly far enough. He's the only big man on a team that hasn't had a big man for like three seasons. There's no one competing with him for power forward or center. He's going to get the same collection of like easy points and rebounds. Um, I have three Thunder players in, in my first round analysis. I just think that Josh Giddy, whose arrows point yeah, downwards, here, but, but the is thing because is, of Kaysen Wallace, who they drafted. The thing is, Giddy and Shea Gilders Alexander have proven it. 
like multiple years they have shown they can do this chet holmgren i do not get the hype around him he didn't show it in college he's not going to show it this year in the pros at best at best he's going to be like a top 10 rookie make second rookie second team all uh all rookie i do not see him call me whatever you want i i I am completely out on chet holmgren i I am so happy the magic not taken number one last year and that was like at the draft i was pleased like Whatever you do, just Jabari Smith or Paulo Bancaro do not take no. Chet Holmgren. And obviously, I'm all, in. I'm all I, in winning, winning rookie of the year, beefing up, uh, getting that that red shirt year under his belt. I will take the field against Chet Holmgren and rookie of the year and know that I'm going to win that. I have him as a first rounder. I, like, I'll put it to you this way. I, I moved him down, but like for cheap dudes who are young. I'd rather take him over Shen Goon, who now has to compete with Jabari Smith Jr., who looks like a world beater. I take him over Nick Claxton. I take him over Scoot. I take him over Cade Cunningham. I take him over Brandon Miller, Jalen Green, Tyrese Maxey. Like, you just go down the list. It's like, I would, I would just rather take the bet on Chet. I would. I I would not. I would not. There, there are rookies that I like. I mean, obviously, Manyama is one of those guys, but I think Scoot Henderson is probably the second best rookie, especially if Dame is traded out of um, of uh, of Portland. I think Scoot becomes a great value then, and I think he is like right now you have him fourth as far as rookies go. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, third, third. I'm sorry, I I saw Brandon Miller ahead of him. Um, no, you have him third, but yeah. I think he's. Chet Holmgren should be way below him. Well, does that mean I move Scoot up? Uh, Scoot needs to move up. Chet needs to move down. Scoot needs to be, I think, around pick 10, 11, 12. So you're like talking me out of moving Scoot and Chet down. I really thought that Chet and, and, and Victor were like somewhat comparable in terms of like being the anchors as center and just putting up just like a ton of like blocks and like and other fantasy points in a way that would like outclass by sheer volume fantasy stats accumulated by scoot because he's got to compete with like Jaden sharp and anthony simons like like the problem is if i if i move both of these rookies out i just don't want to be too 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 high on every single rookie being like a first no no i'm not saying no no i'm not saying being high every single rookie who do I put in the first round? I just when Ben Yama, Scoot Henderson, Chet Holmgren can can fuck off to the fourth round. Like I I cannot. Uh, I, no. I'll leave it as it is. I'll leave it as it is. Um, maybe I'll put maybe I'll put Shangun, and I'll move Sabonis. Okay, I like that. All right, the bigger players I'll put down beneath. Um. All right, cool. So that means my whole first round right now is people making less than fourteen million, which I like. I like that. Here, I'll even move Shengu. No, I'll leave Shengu there. Um, okay. Second point in my first round is a man who is not young and is very much not like the others. That's Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, that's a great value though. Less than four million. Am I less crazy than four million? That high? No, no, no. Okay, just making sure. And, and, so here's the thing with Westbrook is like he has not had aside from that one year he got like I think it was Patrick Beverly and him ran into each other on the sidelines when uh 
when uh, Westbrook played for OKC and he ended up missing the entire season. He has not had an injury history. Like he's been a guy who's been able to stay up there on the court and he's out there with two guys on the Clippers and Kawhi and Paul George who cannot stay on the court. So a lot of the play is going to go through him because those two guys won't be out there. So I think getting a guy like that, a veteran who can still play at less than $4 million, fantastic value, absolutely a first-rounder. Uh, he put up almost as many total fantasy points as Josh Giddy, who I have moving down because of the Case and Wallace draft, uh, which, by the way, Case and Wallace. Uh, like, God, he, like, he almost put up as many fantasy points as Mobley and and... Halliburton and Anthony Edwards, just like by sheer, like pure totals. Put up more than Scotty Barnes. Jesus yeah. Christ. The only problem is, is he's going to, he's going to move down if Harden goes to the Clippers. And this is where we transition since we're both in agreement. This is where we transition into James Harden is locked in at $35 million. I don't know where I have him on this list. I mean, it depends on where he ends up. It does depend yeah. on where he ends up. I, he's in the middle, but he was 30-ish last season and he was a great value. And he's the same price this season, but I'm obviously moving him down several rounds just because, like, there's no way. You know, like, he's just old and I don't know a team and injuries and blah, blah, blah. So, like, that was the other interesting thing is, like, he's, like, the one free agent who actually, like, we know how much he's getting. He just, we don't know what team he's playing for quite yet. So that's a little hard to evaluate. Um, but I wanted to just get your gut check on just like I, I I really don't know what to do with like big salary players anymore because I'm so down on like just paying guys like 40, 30 something, 40. I'm so youth oriented at this point. Like in these rankings, they're so skewed towards like the cheaper contract, the better. I mean, yeah, but <clears throat> as far as the Harden thing goes. Where do you even have him? Uh sixth. Sixth round? Yeah, like down down here. Like near like the BAM, Donovan Mitchell, yeah, Darius Garland. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I like going through, like right now I have no 30 million and up players in the first round. I have Sabonis, SGA, and Tatum. And then you gotta keep skipping a couple rounds until you hit fourth, fifth round, Jokic, Giannis, Luca. Darren Fox, Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan, Jalen Brown. And even then, it's like, they're just so much money. And the salary cap didn't go that much this season. And it's like, we had like a weird Giannis year where he like got hurt. And like, Jokic already won the championship. So it's like, is he going to like, want to like put the team on his back? Or is he going to take some, you know, like, what's Luka and, and, and Kyrie up to? It's like, do I want to pay them 40 plus million? I, it, it's, it's getting harder to swallow that now more than ever in a way where I'm like I'm not going to draft Trey Young for $40 million. I'm not doing it. No, I did that once already. I'm good. But but people are. So it's like, do I put them in these rankings around this point or do I just say, screw it, they're all getting shoved to the bottom. I don't want any of them. That's a hard call. It is a hard call. I don't know. I think rounds four, five, six are the right place to have those kind of guys because they do put up the points. Okay. Um, it's just the, you know, the money. I think an interesting game would be to just like the way I sort of move these players around, which like some guys have just been going up and down drastically. It's just like, who would you rather have? 
like, who would you rather have? And I look at the sort of totals and the averages. And I just say to myself, like, a lot of times guys who are getting paid nothing, it's like, I probably just rather have him because he's getting paid nothing compared. Like, I'm not going to pay four times as much to get like an extra thousand fantasy points, you know, like just like weird leaps in logic like that. Like, here's a great example. Lori Marketing, right here, third round, Lori Marketing. I want to say like a month or two ago, Lori was like one of the top fantasy players in a salary cap league. And I thought to myself, well, he didn't put up as many fantasy points as Mikhail Bridges or Julius Randle. And wouldn't I just rather have Walker Kessler for $2 million? Yeah. So he ended up like just sliding because it's like, I'd rather have Jalen Williams. I'd rather have Tyrese Maxey. I'd rather have insert name. So it's like guys like that just like keep falling. Where like initially you're like, oh, Kyle Kuzma. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna put up so many stats on on the Wizards. No one's there anymore. It's just him and Pools, the pool party. And I'm like, 25 million. Wouldn't I just rather have a Jabari Smith Jr.? You know, like, like I've obviously he was hurt, so it's like, but like him getting hurt doesn't that get baked into his ADP? Like, doesn't that like get you know like? I'm going to need your help with this entire list because I really need to start like feeling around like when do you take some of the, the other rookies who aren't top three guys? Yeah, so you have them literally in order uh, starting here. Well, not necessarily yeah. in order. And then I got these deaths. rookies over here and it's like, well, do you take the risk on these rookies down here on this list or do you pay Trey Young $40 million? It's like, maybe I just rather just take the rookies. I don't know. It's just weird, man. It's this this season's going to be very weird because it feels like rookies are now more proven-ish commodities. We know they're going to get minutes and they're really good at the gate and they're just so dirt cheap. And I just feel like a winning strategy is just to just go cheap the whole way and just play with your money at the end, which is how the guy who just won it won it. Even though I came in second, that was like a contract year thing. I just wanted like good value and like contract years. But this is like, I just relied on a lot of old people. They were just hurt. Uh, I just want like a, a team that just plays and just puts a point year round. I don't want to have to put Fred Van Vliet on the IR. I don't want to put James Harden on the IR. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Fred Van Vliet, what's his new contract number? Like 30 something million? Oh, it's disgusting. Um, I'll look it up. But like, I had a very defeatist attitude, even though I came in second, but I knew that I just got blown out of the water by the guy who came in first, who I hate. Uh, you have to go all the way to undraftable to get to Fred Van Vliet, who's being paid $40 million. Good God. By the Houston Rockets, which is why if you go to any Rockets player who isn't Shangun, well, even Shangun might go down because of Jabari Smith. I don't know. Um every every Rockets player, like Fred Van Vliet's there. So like Jalen Green's down, Kevin Porter Jr.'s down. Maybe I should start moving Ahmed Thompson down. I don't know what position he plays. I I don't know how that's going to work out. But like Tari Eason went down. Like all these like exciting rockets just like went down the list because I was like, yeah. But Fred Van Vliet's there. He's just going to have the ball all the time. It's going to suck. I'm looking through uh, this list of players at the bottom, I'm kind of thinking, who did I just see that was like maybe I think he might actually. Oh, here it is. It's a guy on a team that I want to see fail because of one certain player that I can't stand. 
Um, but that player is Eric Gordon. I think he's going to get a lot of play with Phoenix for three million. Uh, Eric Gordon. You have him round nine right now. Round nine, yeah. I'm definitely like open to like completely reshuffling every single round of this entire thing, just because like I'm clearly like not quite. I don't have projections. I don't have other people's opinions. It's July. Um, I don't know. I mean, I could move him up, but like three million. Like, how much is he getting the ball compared to Beal, Booker, Durant? Uh, Durant can't stay healthy. Booker will stay healthy. Beal, we don't know what he is. So, I mean, there's a there's a world in which Eric Gordon goes up there as the second option for some games. I'm open to to moving him up, but here here's the perfect example of what I mean. Let me let me control F. There's a guy who a team oh he's actually underneath him right here round ten. Javon Carter might be the starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls. I just think it is so odd, so bizarre that Javon Carter is like the starting point guard of the Bulls potentially because I just don't see Kobe White or AO or Damar or like anyone or like Zach Levine like Lonzo Ball's gone. Maybe I'll move him up. I don't know. Could, could and I didn't watch enough Bulls to know this for sure. Can Caruso play the point? Yeah, but he's like a he's an old bench guy at this point. He's 29, man. It feels like he just kind of broke out, but it's been no, a few he's bald. That means he's older. <laughs> Those of us in our 30s are actually younger than he is. Um yeah, there's actually Javon... a lot of guys in this in this round, too. I might be moving up. Like like Javon full... Carter. Uh, here's a guy that I found intriguing because I watched him a little bit in summer league, and it's he's a guy. Who, if he gets traded, I think it opens up for him a lot. But if he stays where he is, it doesn't. And that's Nikola Jovic of the Heat. If he is part of that deal that he ends up going to the Blazers, I think that opens up a lot for him. I think he goes from being like kind of whatever. What is this category at the bottom that you have? The best uh, of the this rest? This is best of the rest, which is literally any of the rookies and flyers. So just like take a shot if you don't like who I have in the 12th. Yeah, know? I think. But I think if he gets traded to the Blazers, it suddenly opens up a door from that playing time. I think he ends up going like up to round ten, round nine, round eight, one of those rounds in there. That, I, hey, that that's super fair. Um, I mean, this list is just like a ton of like somewhat cheaper ish guys who just like don't have like the you know the resumes from pre- previous seasons to support it. I'll tell you what though, Joel Embiid right now is not in any of the rounds. He yeah, to I me he's, he's not he's not undraftable. But he's getting paid almost $50 million, and I'm not quite sure that he's going to have a better or equal season to his MVP year. You know, you have Tyus Jones, by the way, down here. All the way down here. Yeah. Is is he the starting point for the Wizards and then pulls the two? I I guess so. I'm definitely going to have to redo a lot of this list because I'm looking at like guys in like round nine, and I'm like, Ugh, I wouldn't take any of these guys. And I'm looking at people in round 11, I'm like, ugh. So I'm gonna have to do a lot of reshuffling. Um, I I'll, I would love to know your thoughts. Like, can you leave like a little like um, notes, like little tags on this sheet of just like like him here, don't like him here. You know, why isn't he I'll, higher up? I'll tell you a guy you have undraftable. Yeah, who I who I actually would very much consider 
drafting. Um, there's a couple of guys here actually. I really? Would never draft. I would never draft Ben Simmons because I'm, you know, not an idiot. Well, that's why Ben Simmons is on the list of undrafted. But uh, it also depends on player movement. So Tyler Hero, depending on where he ends up, could be a guy that you end up taking because he could he could end up going to a place where he ends up being like the one or two option. Um, well, un- I, until I think, that happens, I'm right. not paying him twenty seven million dollars. Fair, but the guy that I have highlighted currently. Gary Trent Jr. I mean, I really like him. He puts up really good points in fantasy um, when he plays. And I, there's one less option there in Fred Van Fleet. So I think he's going to get a little more play. Siakam could be on his way out. Uh, there's rumors of Anobi being on his way out. So not for almost 20. I'm not, I'm out. I'm not doing it. Uh, I, I, okay. Well, I take, I take him in later rounds. For $18 million, Gary Trent Jr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. Like OG and Obi is the same price and is well, they're both hurt. That's that's why you've got you've got Colin Sexton in the twelfth round at almost the same price. Uh yeah, you have Marcus Smart in round ten at the same price. Yeah, I do. Okay. Here's here's what I'll say about Marcus Smart and Desmond Bain. Twenty five games without John Morant. I'm not I'm not Debating Desmond Bain at all. I, I was talking know. about Colin Sexton. Yeah, I'm gonna have to redo a lot of this bottom list because, like, just there's just like so many cheap guys who I just like. You have no idea if any of these guys are gonna pop. Like Patrick Beverly might be starting at point guard for the Sixers, and he's getting paid two million dollars. You know, like. You uh, mean you have Reggie Jackson in round the uh, thirteen? He'd barely even played in the playoffs for the Nuggets, and he was healthy, just healthy scratch over and over and over. But the the Nuggets got rid of a couple guys, right? Bruce, they get Brown rid of Jeff, and... Bruce Brown, Jeff Green, and someone else. They got rid of like three dudes. I don't think Jeff Green's going to influence whether or not um, Reggie Jackson plays. Reggie Jackson put up 1,100 fantasy points in our league for $5 million. Mostly, mostly for the Clippers. Oh, that's right. And I was just going to say, like, Christian Braun, who's even cheaper and younger, put up, like, 650 I don't know. I'll, I'll redo a lot of this stuff. Um, what's going to end up happening is someone's just going to take the shot on Miles Bridges and then end up being, like, champion by week two. That's really going to grind my gears. Yeah, for sure. Remember Miles Bridges was so good? And I do remember that. Trying to be a criminal. What's the deal they gave him for this season? It's I'm going to have to keep checking the closer we get. Right now, I have it listed at 7.9 million. It's like a weird, not restricted free agency, but it's like a weird deal that he just like signed off on. And the team was like, okay, whatever. Fuck you. And he's like, okay, I'll sign it. But like, fuck you too. And like, I, I just like don't know what is going on. Yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, it's <sighs> such an odd situation. But, but you like, don't know. He's got. He's gonna be suspended. He has to be suspended, right? Because he was. He was just not on a team last year, so he wasn't really in the league. Yeah, I don't even know what to make of it. But like, it's such a lottery ticket, and if you're in the 13th round, then you might as well just like try to cash out with Miles Bridges. Yeah, I mean, I would. I would probably do that. So, a lot of kookiness, uh, a lot to explain, especially if you're not looking at this list and have the context of having played salary cap fantasy basketball for a decade plus but I want to get to the main heart of the matter is that I have a lot of 
hold on. A lot of Orlando Magic players listed as having their arrow pointing down because there was a lot there is a lot of influx of very confusing moves in what I think is a bad offseason for the Magic. It's not a bad offseason. Like like here's the thing is that this this has been the case with a lot of people in our little NBA text group is that all of you want the Magic to basically say, okay, we're here, and now we're going to compete for a championship. They're not there yet. They still need a year or two whoa. of development. No, no. no they're, they're 20 years away. We know this. I th- oh, oh, oh. They're 20 years away. Cal- calm down. Um, I think getting a guy like Anthony Black in the draft, that's the guy that at six, you know, given the Cam Whitmore knee situation, that that's the guy I want there. He's the best fit for what they need. That gives them another guard. I do not like Cole Anthony. I think Cole Anthony will be traded before the start of the season. Um, I really like that pickup. Cutting Bull Bull, a lot of people criticize that. It makes sense because he literally was out of the rotation by the end of the year, completely out of it. And Joe Ingles, like, why not bring in a veteran who has who has played with uh, guys like Giannis and 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 these kind of kind of guys? It's two year deal. It's a two year deal, and then and then you're off of them. You can move on. Um, it is not as bad that, as like you shouldn't even have signed him in the first place. But whatever. It's. It brings a veteran presence this team doesn't have. A guy who's been around, who's played with a lot of different guys. I mean, aside from him, the oldest player on the Magic is... Gary Harris? Gary Harris, yeah. Yeah. 28. Everybody else is 26 or younger. So it's it's good to have veteran presence there for a couple of years. Will he be there when they're actually good? No. But I, I don't mind the move. The only move that really puzzles me is Jet Howard. Jet Howard, um, that yeah, that's that for me. That was that was Exhibit A. That's Exhibit, exhibit... B. Exhibit B is Joe Engels. Exhibit C is the Mo Wagner deal. Uh, the Mo- you waving Bobo, and then whatever this odd campaign thing ended up being. What campaign? Thing? Oh no, it was a three about? team. Wait, what happened with campaign? Where did he end up going? Campaign got traded today. Hang on. It was to the Spurs. Okay, he's on the Spurs. Wasn't it a three-team deal? No, the Suns made a separate deal with the Magic. Where okay. They, they okay. acquired multiple second-rounders, and the Magic got the rights to, tr- to swap first. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Then... We'll leave that out, but it just felt like an icky offseason in which you like whiffed on overpaying Fred Van Vliet. And why is that a bad thing? Why is that a bad thing? All right. Maybe I won't put the arrow pointing down for Paulo and for Franz, but like, like what what I expected with Fred Van Vliet was somewhere in the neighborhood of like 28 to 30 million. So, So missing out on paying him 40 million a year, that's a good thing. Uh, gun to your head. Who would you rather have, Wendell Carter Jr. for thirteen million, or Cam Whitmore? Wendell Carter Jr. Same question for Casein Wallace. Carter Jr. Uh, Jalen Brown for thirty-one million, or Wendell Carter Jr. 
Okay, well that's now you're changing up a little bit. I'd probably take Jalen Brown. This is all NBA guy. Okay, so I just move w- w- uh, Wendell Carter Jr. up over those rookies. So like, there's still a lot of like room to play with these numbers, but like, it looks like based on the total points that he got hurt at some point during the he year. Did. Is that correct? He did. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. He missed. Uh, I want to say like six weeks. Ugh. Yeah, because like what ends up happening is like I just look at their total numbers. And that gives me an impression of just like how hurt were you? Damn, because like Trey Murphy was like, oh Trey Murphy, oh man, the Pelicans, whoa! And then I look at his like, what did he do in the regular season? He's like, oh, he got hurt. Shaden Sharp got hurt. Yeah, I don't so, know what happened at Vanderbilt. I'm just looking at these he, numbers; they're just weird. He, yeah, Wendell Carter played 57 games last year out of 82, so he missed 25 games. Yeah, but still, it's like a little low for the total number. I don't know. I'm just like you look at like the average, and you're like contract average, like you know, big number for like our our like calculation of like value. But I'm like leaning away from average per game because we're in a season long format. So I'm just looking at like, can you stay healthy and durable? Like, like do I drop you? Are you droppable? Like, am I going to keep you the whole year? Or are you a guy who I end up dropping? And then it's like, well, why did you draft him in the middle of? you know, whatever rounds. Like, I, I just hate that. I hate whoever last year in our draft took Jimmy Butler and ended up dropping him. It's like, well, then you could have just drafted someone who you would have kept. Right. Um, Now, did he drop him for the waiver wire player of the year? I don't remember. That's always the other thing. Uh, Man, I got to play around with these a lot because, like, I, I think I'm just like, ooh, Malik Beasley, two million. Whoa. And you look at, like, how much he played last year and it was, like, nothing. Plus, he got hurt. Yeah, but I think he's going to play a lot more. What were you up the Bucks? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's on the Bucks. I think he's going to get a little more play time there. It was weird. The Lakers made that deal for him, played him a little bit, and then just kind of forgot he existed. I think the most fascinating name is Chris Middleton, who's getting paid $29 million, which that's is... A, that's less than at- last year. Correct. That's astronomically cheap compared to like how much he was making in previous years. Yeah. 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 I don't remember how good he was in a full season, but like he should be moving up, 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 right? Theoretically, but he's also coming off a lot of injuries. So it's a tough thing to say, like, is he going to be as good as he was? And he's, I believe he's around 30 right now, like 30 years old. Is that correct? I mean, I'm 32. Yeah, I'm 32. I'm 35. So thanks for reminding me. I'll move him up a little bit. Um, if there's any other random thoughts you have, speak now because it's time to play the uh, a game for our listeners. We we love doing the uh, the the grid game, which is where you get a grid of different teams or permutations, and you have to name players. Uh, so we're gonna play this hoops grid game, which uh, I see John Boy do a lot of those with baseball players, but I never know baseball players other than Mets. So yeah, I do the baseball, gonna... football, and basketball ones now. Yeah. They're fun. It's fun. You know, better than like Pirtle, where you're spending the whole game on like one guy. Uh, so do you have this hoop grid pulled up? I do. And it's Lakers, Pistons, Grizzlies, Mavericks, Nuggets, all defense? No, we're on a different one altogether. I have Lakers, Rockets, Grizzlies, and then Jazz, Mavericks, Spurs. Where the hell did you see that? On the one that I see, the crossover grid. That's today's? Yeah. 
What? Yeah. Okay. Go to grids. Oh, dear God. Okay. And click on the 14th. Wait, what? What grids? What? You, I, I, what? You're on. You're on hoopgrids.com, correct? No. <laughs> bum bum bum. No, I sent you one for. Uh, yeah, it's okay, called crossover okay. grid. So we're gonna do that one. We're gonna do, we're gonna do the one you want to do. I was gonna do the one I wanted to do because I've already kind of done the one from today. Okay. Well, All right, so go to so go to hoopgrids.com. Oh, I'm there. And then there's one from today, there's one from yesterday, there's one from a few days ago that has Duke, which I found interesting that they could like sprinkle that in like a Duke player, but We're going to do the one today. And on the oh, top, we're supposed, to, supposed to wait for you. Yes, we're doing it together. Oh, I'm already halfway done. Again, Mavericks, Nuggets, all defense, Lakers, Pistons, Grizzlies. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Lakers, Mavericks. I'm going to type in Tyson Chandler. Oh, cool. That's a good one. So, so the rarity score is how rare of an answer, and only 7% of people got Tyson Chandler. Okay. Mavericks, Pistons. Mavericks Pistons. Did Ben Gordon ever play for the Mavericks? He seems like a guy who would. Oh, the other thing about this game is that you can just like keep typing in names and like you can just like keep trying. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. The other one, you only have nine shots at all. Oh, yeah. I, I figured that one out. I was right on that one. Oh, that was on, easy. On I Ben Gordon? No, no, no. It wasn't Ben Gordon. It was another guard that I thought of. Well, share it with me. I don't know who it is. Uh, he's a for- he's a Knicks legend. Nate Robinson, Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, he played for the Pistons. Wow, yeah. that's a that's a good rarity score. See, now we're cooking. Grizzlies Mavericks. Oh God! See, here's the thing: is on that one. on the crossover grid. This one's also on there, and I oh, figured I it out. I couldn't get it. I couldn't for the life of me. Well, he's not a super rare guy here, but Ugh. Chandler Parsons. Oh, that's right. Is there is there a rarer one we can think of? I, I couldn't think of one. I was Googling it and I couldn't think of someone. Yeah, that's fine. 33%. Uh, Lakers Nuggets. I put Thomas Bryant for that. Oh, okay. I was going to say Melo never played for the Lakers. All right, that's yeah, good. Okay. He, he did play for the Lakers. Carmelo Anthony? Yep, for one season. I guess technically his last year in the NBA. He did not play on... Get at it. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah, he did. Damn it. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Nuggets, Pistons. This has to be Nate Robinson, right? What about Ishmael? I put somebody else. Ish somebody. I put somebody. Oh, okay. But I put somebody we talked about today. Oh, who was it? Reggie Jackson. What was his percentage? 10%. 
Oh, uh, so you beat me. My, Ish Smith has 16%. Um, Grizzlies Nuggets. Ugh. Hey, you know what's really funny about this one? Mine was Ish Smith. Damn it. Uh, does Jeff Green count? I think he would. Yeah, he does. All right, 27. Uh, all defense. Um, how boring is it if I just type in Shaq? I, I will go ahead. That's not who I use. Is your guy less popular than Shaq? No, I think he is arguably. I think I'd say as popular, maybe more popular. Depending on how you Will Chamberlain, about. 6%. Woo! Okay. That's not who I chose. Who'd you, who'd you pick? I chose a guy that people forgot was ever a uh, first-team all-defensive player, Kobe Bryant. Oh, no. I, I knew that. Um, people? people oh, they're fools. Uh, Detroit Pistons, all-defense. Uh, I went kind of who, obvious in this one. Who? Oh man, who was the center on the eighty-eight, eighty-nine team? Oh, I went way more reason than that. Um, uh, I went Ben Wallace. That's who I went with. Yeah, that's too easy, though. Yeah. Who? Uh, oh, Aguire. No, Mark Aguire, really? No, Mark Aguire was a baseball player. No, Mark Aguire. I know. I know. I'm being a dick. You being a dick? Um, how about... Yeah, Tayshawn Prince. There you go. That's a low one. And then... Um, nah, everyone on the Grizzlies is going to be so easy. I don't know. Tony Allen? That's what I put. Alright, my rarity score is 162. How about yours? 182. I win... Woo-hoo. I think the... Are you sure? Yeah, mine were more rare. I thought the rarest score or the higher it was, the better. Let's end Let's the end. episode now before we find out. <laughs> All I know is that we're going to have to end up doing a board bet about Chet, but that's... Yeah, we we'll, are. We'll, we'll get the bet. Uh... All right. Well, this has been fun. Has it? Yeah. Anything you want to say to me before you leave? Um, July sucks. And this is going to be such a pain in the ass day. Yeah, for you. Hang on, I'm doing I'm doing one from a couple of days ago. The Magic are on this one. Oh, let's do this one. This is the... Uh... Wait, what day was this? Shit, I just lost it. 14th. Oh, is that the one that has Duke? Yep. Oh, I actually wanted to do that one. Uh, yeah, I went good rarity score on my Duke uh, Magic player. I didn't put Palo. I didn't put JJ Redick. I went with one of the worst players in Magic history, Chris Duhon. I'm going to go JJ. Um, Nick's magic. 
Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, that's not as rare as I thought it would be. Um, oh, I went with Patrick Ewing. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't think only about six, him. only 16%. Uh, I, I went with one of your favorite players, Evan Fournier. Christ almighty. All right, I can do this for hours. So, all right, let's let's end it here. Uh, yep. Thank you for listening. I'm on Twitter at Jared Russo. I'm on Twitter, Jared Ross King. All right, my computer is freaking out right now. So, we should probably end it then. Yeah, let's end it because my screen keeps going black. So, goodbye, everyone. Okay, bye.